Hello and welcome to the Keegan Smith Experience. We're going without the intro today. We're just going straight at it. And not because it takes any extra effort for the intro to be there, but simply for the fact that today is a day of action. It's a day of opportunity. We're at the start of a new month here. We're in 2018. And who would have thought it that we would have got to this opportunity, this place in life where so much is possible. And, uh, you know, Earl Nightingale says it way back in, you know, whenever he was actually speaking uh, into that microphone, that humanity has been striving to reach this point for thousands of years. Now, I do believe that there are, you know, very intelligent uh, civilizations and cultures in the past, and, you know, they had different values and strove for different things. I don't know if we are the pinnacle of all humanity or of all life in in the universe, but I know that for a few thousand years at least, we've been building towards where we are right now, and there's no point kicking stones in this opportunity. There's no point looking around and thinking as though, well, you know, why aren't things the way they should be? Because we live in the time where there's so much possibility for change and change is happening so rapidly that the question is really just what are we willing to do? What do we stand for and what are we going to do about that? I've got a quote here for you from Richard Branson. Finding something frustrating and seeing an opportunity to make it better is what entrepreneurship is all about. Finding something frustrating and seeing an opportunity to make it better is what entrepreneurship is all about. Look around. What do you see? For me, seeing diabetes exploding is a massive opportunity. It's an opportunity to end a bunch of suffering and move into potential, human potential, people being able to fully express themselves, people being able to think straight, people being able to create, to be great for their children, for each other. That's a massive opportunity, right? So what are we doing? We're drawing inspiration from other people through social media, and that's cool. But the reality is so many of us, and we're holding ourselves back from the opportunity that's right in front of us. Like we can't speak the truth because we're worried about being censored, about stepping out of our lane, about someone saying, hey, hey, do you really know about that? Is that really your place? Well, diabetes, obesity, whatever thing that you see out there that kind of pisses you off and just seeing people aim small, seeing people you know, live in semi-capable shells of bodies when there's an opportunity, there's time, you know, there's, we have more time than ever, more leisure time. So little of what we actually do is work that's related to producing food, you know, which is fundamentally what we need to do. Food, shelter, you know, these are the things, security, these are the things, the fundamental things that we need. So much of our time is not devoted to those things now, and yet people still don't aren't finding the time to live in amazing empowered bodies. You know, technology is great and it's, you know, mind-blowing that I get the opportunity to speak to people all around the world every day through this microphone and and all the pieces of technology that run here that I have no idea exactly, you know, how it happens. I couldn't recreate it, but I do have access to it and so do you. And so we have this opportunity right now to spread positive messages to, you know, be insightful 
and to create change, what are we doing with it, right? What are we doing with it? Let's let's analyze a little bit. Let's think about if we really wanted to, what would we do? You know, what what change would we create? That quote from Richard Branson, find something frustrating. Finding something frustrating and seeing an opportunity to make it better is what entrepreneurship is all about. Like, for me, it's frustrating as hell when I see overweight people, you know, filling up their shopping carts and and dragging the children around. And, you know, I know where that story ends and people aren't doing that because they don't know, because they want that. People, you know, very few people are actually actively saying, I would like to be fat. I want to be overweight. I want to be obese. I want to die young. I want to be sick. I don't want my brain to work well. I want to have anxiety. I want to have depression. If that's the dream, you know, all power to you. You know, I'm not here to, to tell people know how they want to live but if you actually ask them and they say 100% I would love to live in an athletic capable energized powerful body then let's empower those people like what are we waiting for the medical industry is not going to do that the medical industry is the sickness industry and while there are amazing people there on the fringes of things and they're people who want to do amazing things the heart of the matter is, and, and you, know, you see this over and over again, if someone actually starts to talk sense in preventative health, then they get in trouble, right? And you know, this is this is our time. This is our opportunity. Like Earl Nightingale said, hey, humanity's been building this for thousands of years. Like, let's not spoil it on living in disaster zone bodies. And you know, for me, what better way to live than bringing other people back into their bodies, into into being able to use the number one piece of technology that we have access to, which is our own bodies. You know, we have better technology than the trees, than the ants, uh, and than the monkeys. We've been evolving towards this for, for millions of years, but we also have better technology than a phone and a computer. And yes, they are surpassing us in some capacity in terms of their access to uh, information and such, but they don't have the ability to grow and recreate and to, you know, be creative and, and all those things that we have the opportunity to do as humans. So what are we going to do about it? How do you access your millions? How do you access your brilliance? Like, cause if someone else, if Richard Branson took over your hardware tomorrow, he would probably be pretty happy because probably most of you guys are younger than him. If he took over your hardware tomorrow, how long would it take for him to be a millionaire? How long would it take for him to have his next success in business, in my body? So the problem is obviously, the challenge is obviously the software, right? The challenge is upgrade the software, make new things possible, change the world for the better. In that frustration is the opportunity. So no point getting locked up in the frustration. There is every point in getting locked up in the opportunity. Everybody wants a large, massive portion of society right now want more energy. They want to feel stronger. They want to feel more flexible. They want to feel capable. They want to feel physically unlimited. They want to do amazing things. They want to be able to climb mountains. But yet the lifestyle and the dominant uh, media of our time is pulling people away from that. So if you do what everybody else is doing, you don't get that. If you do what everybody else is doing, you fall somewhere in the the bell curve of statistics. Sure, there'll be a few people who who smoke and drink and and don't uh, you know don't eat well and and don't train who live to a ripe old age and don't experience serious health 
you know, negative health consequences. Those people are becoming fewer and fewer. And the bell curve says that that's probably not going to be you. So let's take this opportunity. Accessing your millions is about being super passionate about something and going all in on it. What is, what is your message? What is it that you love? What is it that you're ready to go all in on? It's a challenge to go all in. Massive, massive challenge to go all in and actually stand for something. You know, most scientists were sort of joking about this yesterday. Scientists will not go all in on anything. They'll be like, yeah, this is what we can see so far. They don't care what their, their personal experience is. They don't care about the experience of people around them. This is a generalization, but it's generally true. We, the opportunity is to stand for something, take action, and, and see where it goes. The people who inspire you, I was listening to Gary V this morning. Gary V is, is an inspiring guy. Like he, He's going to own the New York Jets, or he's going to die trying. And you know that's, that's a big goal, and it drives all kinds of action and all kinds of positivity and all kinds of energy all over the world because he set this target for himself. Whether he does it or not, like, what's he already done? You know, who cares whether he gets there or not? Like, it's cool if he gets there. Uh, it's cool if he doesn't get there. What it's about is process. Accessing your millions is about engaging in an amazing process inside yourself, a powerful process inside yourself where you discover the power that Richard Branson would find straight away were he to take over your brain and your body and my brain or my body, you know? So... What we actually need to do there is step into the habits, step into the actions that drive where we're going. So Charles Poliquin says, habits create personality, not the other way around. So actually do the stuff. Actually put yourself out there. Actually do the study, do the training. Take action every day into where you want to be, who you want to be. Like that, that for me, that's exciting. Like that is the most exciting thing that I can think about. When the most exciting thing that I could think about was getting back into health and fitness uh, after a long time of backpacking, being on the road, I wanted to get back into a role where I would be able to, you know, build my strength, rebuild my body, start actually helping people to experience some of what I believe around training, around physical development. A couple of weeks after that, I got the opportunity to go to France as head of performance for the Catalan Dragons. And I went all in on that role. Came back to the Roosters. We weren't expected to do very well. You know, we put it on the line. We risked it. We took an approach that I don't think any other team had ever taken. I, I certainly don't know of any other team that trained anything like what we did in 2013. It's, you know, I don't know of any team who's done that since. And we did what wasn't expected. What can you do? What is that unexpected thing that you would love to, to do? And... I think that the biggest thing here is is the power of accumulated action, right? It's consistency, working towards something that you love and going after it day after day after day. Now, people often accuse me, and Mark Burris actually told me that he's accused of the same, of you know jumping from thing to thing, of pivoting, of changing direction. In terms of the action and the vehicles that will get to the target that I'm going towards, that will move in the direction that I want to go, that stuff changes. The target doesn't change. The way we're going to get there, sometimes that changes. What I'm loving at the moment 
is the energy that goes with knowing that you're part of something special. Now, this is a special time. I'm excited about the opportunities that are in front of me every single day. I work for three companies and if, you know, I was thinking about yesterday, like if there were three things, three organizations that I could work for, I don't know if I would change any of those three. You know, I work with the Sydney Roosters, the nutrition and, and lifestyle. I work for myself with a Real Movement Project, education company around personal development, personal you know, training, nutrition, holistic approach to getting a better life for, for coaches, people who want to run gyms, personal trainers, people who want to work in elite sports. And I work for Prove It. Prove It is a human optimization company. They sell ketones primarily and AC11. Uh, they're one of the fastest growing, most impactful companies in their uh, class. They're a network marketing, community-based marketing company, and they've spread the word on ketones like nothing else you know, could in, in the short period of, of a couple of years. Uh, thousands, tens of thousands in, of people have been you know, taken on ketones just in my team alone, hundreds of thousands, millions around the world. And it's just gone into China. Like this is the most exciting company in the world to be a part of right now. Like who else is spreading a, a revolutionary product that related to ketosis? Like if there was one message around health that the world needs to know right now, it's that ketosis and ketones are an important part of health. Conversely, bringing down and baseline insulin and controlling blood sugar at some stage in the week, month, year is extremely beneficial to health. There's very few people who know anything about health that will argue with that. You know, some guys in the elite bodybuilding scene will be like, no, we need to have carbs all the time, but that is diabetes. That is the recipe for the catastrophe that so many people are living through. So I get to work for three amazing companies. Like that's they're the perfect three for me. There's, positives and negatives and and different amounts of time allocated uh, to each of them, opportunities within. But fundamentally, they're all the same thing. They're all going towards helping people to have a better experience of life through realizing more of their physical potential and by taking on new challenges. Who do you want to work for? Do you want to work for yourself? Do you want to be part of another organization? Would you like to have a business that grows virally? There's opportunity in every direction right now. And so once you've made that decision, you know what influence you want to have. You've thought about the structure of you know where you want it to be. Do you want to work within an organization? Like some guys are really, really happy to work within a team environment, um, to work within uh, a big box gym, you know, to be a, a coach at a CrossFit gym or something like that, to have an income, you know, a, a steady you know, five-figure income or, or low six-figure income and just provide an amazing service. And, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the dream. They just want to be in that environment and do what they can, you know. And for me, I loved being in that environment, but I always kind of knew that I had to try and go bigger. Um, and that entrepreneurial side to me has always been there. I'm reading a book at the moment, Rhinoceros Success, uh, Scott Alexander and Dave Ramsey. He starts out talking about how 
he was mowing lawns and he wanted to, he wasn't content with mowing one lawn. He would go to the neighbors and say, Hey, I'm doing this guy's lawn. Can I just run over yours at the same time? So he'd get two or three lawns next to each other to try to maximize his business. You know, Gary V talks about the same thing. He was stealing people's flowers out of their front yard uh, and then going back and selling the flowers to them is, is the way he said it. Um, he, he made a business out of selling baseball cards at a time when baseball cards were, were super popular in the nineties. Um, that's, that's me. Like I, I wanted to wash cars. You know, we went and washed cars and I, I freaking loved those days. We washed cars all day, got home. Sometimes it was like 200 bucks in the pocket. And you know, in, uh, in the nineties, that was big money for a 10 year old, a 12 year old. And you know, I love those times and I still love, making money and having an impact on people and the opportunity that comes with that. You know, I get to travel the world each year. I get exposed to so many new people. Um, and this, you know, the new business, Prove It, which came into my life, the ketones business came into my life on the endorsement of Joe Rogan. It came into my life on the understanding that Tim Ferriss got started in network marketing. He had a network marketing company. I know people who were in his initial network marketing company. Um, and, they were endorsing this product and it wasn't in Australia and still the majority of the world has no idea about it and I got to tell people about it and I still get to tell people about it. I still get to hear the success stories and, and, and you know, see the, the deep change in people's lives. Like going after – everybody has opportunity, right? Everybody has things sitting in front of them but it's then what are you willing to do? You know, What are you willing to get good at? And then the other side of this rhinoceros book – uh, is thick skin like a rhinoceros is is tough right like that's the the point of the the book i haven't read it all yet i was reading it to my boy and wife this morning but would you be willing for someone to say hey that's that's uh that's no good what you're doing there it's silly it's not going to work whatever you know when i got when i went to university right they told me 95% of you people aren't even going to work in health and fitness let alone work in elite sport like you're going to end up selling medical supplies or teaching or doing physio or whatever, but basically your degree is a load of shit. You know, that is, that was kind of how it started. And a lot of people who've studied exercise science or sports science know that that's the, that's the story near the start. And I wasn't someone who was like, jam that I'm going to make this happen. But at some stage you got to go against the grain, you know, with your nutrition, you need to go against the grain. But with your life, you know, you, you got to push back at some stage. If you're running with the crowd, then you're probably running in the wrong direction. If you're running with the crowd, you are probably running with the, in the wrong direction. It's it's worth exploring other avenues. It's worth taking the road less traveled, looking what it brings. Be different. That's where the opportunity is. The opportunity is in diversity. The opportunity is standing for something and going hard at that and embodying that as well and as far and as big as you can and see where that takes you. Don't just do it for the sake of novelty. Do it for the sake of your heart. Do it for what you love the most. What do you really love? Like, I love the fact that there are, you know, two dozen three dozen people who make a serious you know, income, full-time income in my business. I love that I get to speak to NRL players and learn about their, their challenges and struggles and contribute 
to what they're trying to do. I love that. I've been around that environment since I was little. I love what Real Movement's done. You know, since 2014, we've worked with over 80 coaches who started new facilities. Like they didn't have their doors open and then they had their doors open and, and they work with 50 or 100 people and they change lives. You know, that's that's powerful. I haven't worked out a role that into a, into a, you know, something coherent which has a global impact. Those guys at the moment, it's it's every man for himself, and and you know that's the the only format that I've been able to to facilitate and to be able to make sense. Um, we have started real U, and there's a there's a small crowd there, uh, but at the moment it's it's not doing that viral thing. But being involved in one business that's going viral and being involved with some of the you know best athletes in the world is a positive environment and influence. And to think that at some stage we're going to be able to create uh, a network of facilities that are going to do all the things that I get to experience every day. I get to live in a healthy, happy body. I get to, you know, to be physically capable and to be excited about every day that that comes in front of me. I have the, you know, access to the best nutrition. I'm using the world's best supplement. Like, that's good. What I want for me, I want for everybody. If this is what people want, if they want to feel amazing, if they want a strong body, then I know that that's a path that I can take people on. What path do you know that you can take people on? What path are you 100% confident that, you know, people, anyone who's, who says that, yeah, this is what you have right there, that part of your life, that's something that I would like. Help people towards that and life will become very good. Now, the problem is so many people that I speak to are looking for a winning lottery ticket. So it's like, maybe if I open my doors as a gym, like maybe everyone will just come in and they'll pay me money and, and then I'll uh, I'll get a bunch of coaches and I'll go and take a holiday or travel the world and uh, everybody will stay at the gym and life will be good. And 99.9% of gym owners know that that's not the case because as soon as you're not there, Everybody else doesn't want to be there either. Now, sometimes it, it, it happens the other way, but you're not really following your passion when you're doing that. Your passion needs to be serving those people. So I also speak to a lot of people who like, yeah, I just want to have an audience. I want to have an impact. I want to speak to people. And it's like, well, cool. What are you good at? Well, I can do a three-second handstand and half kick-up, and I can bench press body weight, and um, I'm 15% body fat, and I live with my mom, and okay, like, what's your gift there? Everybody has gifts, right? Everybody has huge potential. I, I deeply believe in that. You know, any anybody who decides that they want to do something special, they can go and get it done. You can't all do the same things. Not everyone can run the fastest 100 meters in the world, time in the world. But anyone who decides they would like to perform a physically exceptional feat, it's possible. And in the process of going towards that, you learn so much about yourself, you learn so much about the body, and you inspire a lot of people. It's having that vision of something amazing to move towards that makes life livable. And there's never been a better time to have a vision what is the vision that you're driving towards? What is that ideal life that you want to be living? We, you know, 
there's no there's nothing missing today to to be super excited about the opportunity that's in front of us so how do we have something amazing to give you know i'm giving that example of the majority of you know a lot of people who who, who you might speak to uh, in personal training people on instagram and I'm not. It's not a criticism of you, right? If you if you if you hit all those statistics that I just talked about, and that's kind of where you feel like you're at, it's okay. Like everybody's been there with something, and I'm I'm there at the moment, like with guitar or polish or you know those things. I'm not amazing at, but I'm also not trying to create a world changing business around those abilities. The things that I am trying to change the world around are things that I've put tens of thousands of hours into. You know, it's cliche. But I've been obsessed with human performance for as long as I can remember. I was reading books about extreme human performance and capacity. You know, the, the first books that I remember reading uh, were Rain, Wayne Gretzky and Viv Richards. And, you know, if there's anyone older listening to these podcasts, you'll, you'll know who those guys are. But they're, you know, sporting legends. And, you know, that's that's where it started. Like I read some fiction and stuff as well. But I've always been fascinated with how to get more out of the human body and, um yeah, sporting competition and and then, you know, also health. Like through necessity, I've been completely obsessed with, with building health um, because I haven't had the health that I've wanted to perform at the level that I've wanted. And so I've had to continue to learn and learn and learn. And those are the things that are on this podcast, right? So whatever your challenges have been, they're, they're your gifts. Like the obstacle is the way, as uh, Ryan Halliday talks about. And, you know, the stoic philosophy, like – Step into a business, step into a challenge that scares you, that you're not sure if you can overcome. Like that is where amazing things will happen. Like that's the whole point of, for me at least, chasing and, and going after you know, physical change, like lifting that big weight, you know, seeing a different person in the mirror, changing body fat percentage, adding muscle mass. Like I freaking love that stuff because it shows there's no question of the change there, right? There's It just stands in front of you. Like people see exactly what you've been doing. They see what you've been eating. They see how you've been sleeping. They see what training you've been doing. When you stand in front of them, you know, that's that's the honesty of the physical existence. So what then... Uh, in the spiritual side, in the mental side, we don't get that same honesty, or at least people think we don't. But actually, our thoughts are there. When our thoughts go off track, then things go to shit. And I can tell you all kinds of stories about that for myself and for other people. Tim Ferriss talks about having bipolar. I don't know exactly what that is. You know, you can read the labels and, and such. But I have times where I'm so on fire and so excited about life and helping people and everything is working and you know there's there's just money coming in all over the place and my physical performance is through the roof. My relationship with my wife is is amazing and I just feel invincible. I feel like everything that I want in life is is about to happen. It's happening. Uh, I feel like that you know I can't fail. And probably that feeling of I can't fail is, is probably the feeling that the Stoics warned against. You know, when you when you start to get wrapped up in it and you think, oh yeah, everything's everything's always gonna be good, like I'm just a magic man, then that's when you get a kick in the ass. And, you know, I've had that a bunch of times and then, you know, you I personally can swing to the other side and just like, frick, I don't even know if I want to get out of bed today, like where's this going? Like fortunately because those times were pretty strong in my teens and 20s. 
Fortunately, not so much anymore. And if, if you're listening to this stuff, like keep going into the physical side and keep going into the mental side of what it takes to go past those times. I won't say that I don't have those days, but they're days now rather than weeks or months. Um, they're not as strong. They're not as bad as they once were. Uh, and a lot of times it's actually when there's an insight needing to come as well, right? So like they're kind of there for a reason. Well, they are, they are there for a reason. Like you get a great insight into life, you get a new idea, and then you go after that thing. So, you know, it's, it's never all bad. <laughs> there's, you know, wait for the rainbow. Like keep, keep looking for that opportunity that's coming out of the, the dark times and the rainy days and the, you know, the shadow. But mostly if there's one message that comes out of this today, it's, it's that Richard Branson quote, like find something, finding something frustrating and seeing an opportunity to make it better is what entrepreneurship is all about. Like, let's, let's do that. What frustrates you? What's the opportunity in that? How can we make it better? And form business around that. Now, some people aren't into entrepreneurship. Some people are okay with being wage earners. And no. personally, I, I'll, I, it's about the mission, right? It doesn't really matter how the money comes in. Uh, but I do like having uncapped income. And uh, yeah, I don't like the feeling of having capped income. If you don't like the feeling of having capped income, then that's probably right. So the, the deal is, if you're okay with capped income, you are probably not going to have as much impact on the world as someone who isn't okay with capped income. Why is that? Because the person who wants uncapped impact is is also the person who will have un- uncapped income. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily have to go together. Like there are people who've changed the world who who didn't do it on the basis of money, but it's I think it's becoming more and more difficult. Like I think it's easier to change the world when you have financial backing and financial freedom and uh the version of jesus story that makes sense to me is that he he actually was quite wealthy that he actually did quite well in business and you know he had a good education spent time uh in india and such and and that was kind of part of the foundation for why he was so strong and powerful and and delivered such an important message uh, to people that he's you know he's been remembered through history and you know you can go across the religions and across you know historical figures but uh yeah that's that's a lot of what makes sense to me there are there are books about that i I should um i haven't ever chased up those those links too much but uh there's a book called urantia and people will it comes up straight away like myth busting urantia or whatever um but it's uh it's a really interesting book it has a massive jesus story in there and that's uh, that's kind of where i'm pulling this concept from but it just makes sense to me carrying ideas around with you thoughts around with you that make sense to you like that's that's important like yeah so there we go another podcast uh, another challenge to press record i do appreciate all the uh, positive feedback and I know that there's yeah, a lot of people who are, who are enjoying this and are, who are challenging themselves and, and taking on some new things. And that's, that's the whole point here. Like we, we are changing the world. We should change the world for the better. We have this opportunity, this massive possibility. So let's, let's power up and let's, let's do something about it. Like let's, let's take action each day. Let's embody the truth that, you know, what we believe in most and we're not going to be perfect. But the more we can embody what we love and what we believe in and the legacy that we'd like to create, 
you know, for for our, for ourselves, for our children. Like let's let's be inspired by that. Let's move towards what we what we believe in most and what we love the most. Because people aren't fat, overweight, sick, and tired because they want to be fat, overweight, sick, and tired. It's because they don't know how to be anything else. So if that's your mission, that's my mission. Empower those people and empower you to help those people. If you are one of those people, then let's make a shift. There's a process here. It's a, it's a, there's simple processes. Simple, not easy. A lot of it starts with self-worth. It starts with a dream. It starts with a new vision. And from that new vision, we create a new reality. Let's take it. Let's take the opportunity. Let's take the opportunity of this time to move into uh, a new phase of humanity, focused on better, focused on improving ourselves, improving our bodies, improving our health, improving our environment. If that was our focus, what would the economy do? What would humanity do? What would the school system look like? What would the food system look like? That's the question I'm here to answer together with you guys. But it's it's about that individual power, taking responsibility, taking action. Thank you for jumping on today. I would uh, love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear what's burning inside of you. There is so much opportunity right now. If you're not too sure about it, then you know, hit me up. I love talking to people about how to take life to the next level. That's basically all I do. So um, looking forward to it. Embody it. Live it. Love it. And I will talk to you very soon. Keegan Smith. Or the intro, outro-less Higgins Smith experience. Talk soon, guys.